close your eyes and imagine thousands of screaming teenage girls. Just imagine being in the middle of the crowd at an Ariana Grande concert or a Taylor Swift show, surrounded by thousands of people who are filled with the desire to see and hear something they love. If you've ever been a part of a crowd like that, you know the power of fandom. Of course, it's fun to be a fan, but fandom can also be a powerful force. Fans are what makes the music and film economies roll. Fans can revive TV shows from the dead. Fans set the cultural tone of what's important and what's cool. And being a fan can really shape your identity. Fandom isn't just about something you like, it's often about who you are and what you want to support. Fandom can bind together communities and make us feel less alone. And that can be complicated. There's this great moment on an episode of the animated show Bob's Burgers, which, by the way, is a great show. This one episode really speaks to fandom. The character Louise is usually a cynical kid, and she always has some scheme up her sleeve and definitely doesn't have time for sincere, silly stuff like crushes. But when her older sister Tina drags her along to a boy band concert, in the midst of thousands of screaming teenage girls, Louise suddenly realizes she's a fan. A fan specifically of an adorable singer named Boo Boo. Oh, really? That's interesting. Tell me more. What about Boo Boo? Boo Boo's the youngest, and he's got a really great voice, but he hasn't hit puberty yet, so that could change. What's he into? Sports? I could get into sports. What the hell else does he like? I want to give him things. Whoa, Louise, you like Boo Boo. What? No, Tina, that's okay! Right! Like, I like a boy! Realizing that she has a crush on a boy and is a fan of a boy band, just like thousands of other girls, throws Louise into an identity crisis. How can she like this thing so much? What does that say about her? On today's show, we've got four stories of fandom that, like Louise's brush with Boo Boo, speak to some of the deeper issues about identity and culture. We look at what it means to be a gamer, explore the origins of queer fan fiction, and talk with musician Lauren Mayberry of Churches. But first, let's start in an unusual place for fandom, the Supreme Court. Supreme Court justices are known for being reserved. They're somber. Sitting on the highest court in the land is very serious business. That's why it's so surprising that one of the most dedicated and humble Supreme Court justices has recently become the center of pop culture fan phenomena. That would be the one and only Ruth Bader Ginsburg, maybe better known as Notorious RBG. When asked to reflect on her career at age 82, RBG doesn't talk about her important legal work with any fireworks or pomp and circumstance. Instead, here's her talking to Bloomberg News. You've been working on issues of women's rights, gender equality for your whole career. As you look back, what have you accomplished over the course of your career? I haven't accomplished anything alone, but I was fortunate to be part of a, a, of a revived feminist movement starting in the late 60s. And I was a lawyer with a talent that could contribute to that, to that effort. And what was accomplished? It was a stunning, stunningly 
successful effort in this sense. She certainly doesn't aim to be the center of attention. But in recent years, RBG's opinions on cases involving reproductive rights, health care, and voting laws have led to legions of fans. There are Ruth Bader Ginsburg t-shirts, nail art, tattoos, and a plethora of Halloween costumes. She has inspired multiple people to pen tribute songs in her honor. Yeah, this song is dedicated to all the judges that told me I never amount to nothing because of my gender. To all the people that lived in their ivory towers that I was hustling in front of, that tried to buy me off by putting Susan B. Anthony on the dollar, yeah. and all the women in the struggle. Know what I'm saying? It was all a dream back when I argued read v. read. That one is called R.B. Juicy, a tribute to Ruth Bader Ginsburg in the style of Notorious B.I.G.'s Juicy. A musician named Jonathan Mann even turned the exact text of her dissent in the 2014 Hobby Lobby case into an acoustic cover song. Religious organizations exist to foster the interests of persons subscribing to the same religious faith. Not so for-profit corporations, workers who sustain these operations are not drawn one religious community. On a recent episode of Comedy Central show Broad City, best friends Abby and Alana get into the RBG fandom fever with Abby dressing up as a Supreme Court justice for Halloween. Watch out, world, because I'm about to make a law passing that's important for humanity and women. That is so baller. Since when does a Supreme Court justice get her own sketch on Comedy Central? Well, the Tumblr Notorious RBG certainly has something to do with it. Law student Shauna Konizhnik started the Notorious RBG Tumblr in June of 2013. That month, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had written a number of compelling decisions, including a victory for same-sex marriage and a scathing dissent to the court's ruling that key parts of the Voting Rights Act are unconstitutional. The notorious RBG Tumblr collects and creates Ruth Bader Ginsburg memes, cementing the iconic internet image of RBG in her black robes, her white jabot, that's the lacy thing around her neck, and a gold crown on top of her head. This fall, Notorious RBG is now a book, a biography of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, co-written by Shauna and MSNBC political reporter Erin Carmon. I called up Erin to talk about the RBG fandom. And so when did you become a fan of RBG. Do you remember when you first, when she was first on your radar? Uh, the first Ruth Bader Ginsburg meme that I ever saw and the point at which I was like, oh, duh, of course, was on November 2012. It was election day and it was her uh, National Gallery portrait. And it said next to it, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg did not survive cancer twice without missing a day on the bench so that you could stay home and watch Law and Order instead of voting. The Ruth Bader Ginsburg memes resonate because behind the cute image of a Supreme Court justice wearing a crown or made into a sparkling rainbow gif is real serious work. RBG has been a dedicated lawyer for 50 years. She's had a hand in pushing for gender equality since back in the 1960s and 70s, and she keeps on trucking today. That's not just funny, that's really powerful. Or as Irene puts it, As a young Hello, Jewish, fellow opera fan, uh, feminist, interested in the law and interested in reproductive rights. I mean, I, I think it's just really inspiring that somebody could have that body of work and stay so passionately committed to the cause of equality and still be on the highest court in the land. 
RBG has been working on important issues for decades. But it's her well-written dissents and high-profile cases in recent years that have made thousands of people identify with her and become genuine fans. And all the energy around RBG as an icon will hopefully make people pay attention to the legal realities she's working with. Our hope is that it draws people into the work that she's committed her life to. You know, part of it is fun, and I think all social movements need fun. You know, even people who are passionately committed to social change like to kick back every once in a while. And I think our generation of younger women doesn't see a need to choose between being fun and substantive. Uh, that said, you know, we, we've engaged substantively in our book in the cases partly um, because these issues are very much unfinished. And so if people uh, pay attention to all the issues that are at stake, whether it's through their uh, political process or through the court, we would consider that a massive win. Many of the, the battles that she fought in the 70s are not yet done. So, you know, if making Ruth Bader Ginsburg cool draws us more deeply uh, and more profoundly into those battles, I think that would be a really good thing. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is certainly aware of the newfound fandom around her. The notorious RBG book is now for sale in the Supreme Court gift shop, and the justice herself says she has bought several Notorious RBG t-shirts. She had to ask her clerks who the Notorious B.I.G. was, and now she happily notes that they're both from Brooklyn. That's really funny. Um, uh, you know, I, it's interesting because throughout the 80s, she was told that her feminism was outdated and irrelevant because it focused on equality rather than men and women being different. So I personally think that there's a kind of justice to the fact that young feminists see a lot of the relevance in her feminism now. I have to think that that feels good after being told, you know, we don't need you anymore. And it's it's not so uh, frequent to see women who are older and women who are over 80 who are still, you know, in their prime work, uh, who are being celebrated as heroes as opposed to being invisible or shunted off to the side. Erin points out that the biggest reason why RBG has been able to gain so many fans is because of the grassroots nature of the Internet. In a different era, the millions of people who think her legal opinions are spot on might never see her celebrated joyously in the news. And she's not seeking our attention. And I think people appreciate that they themselves can choose their own heroes now that there are fewer gatekeepers telling us, you know, this is who you're supposed to idolize. These are people who are spontaneously choosing to celebrate her and the media is following along. Any decision to use contraceptives is not propelled by the government. It's the woman's autonomous choice informed by her doctor. Approving some religious claims while deeming others unworthy could be perceived as favoring one religion over another.